Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me go to the fur farming first. I find it an interesting topic, by the way, because I'm amused that we still, to this day and age, are talking about fur farming. And on the line is John Carmody, who's an animal rights activist and friend of the show. John, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Good, John. I mean, I, I'm kind of shocked that we're still having this conversation in 2019. I mean, whatever about all the other stuff in relation to veganism and vegetarianism, the basic stuff, like, you know, I mean, hunting animals just for their skin. I mean, is it really that widespread still? Well, thanks for picking up on this issue, actually, now today. It's important that we, 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 we talk about this, but I suppose if any of your listeners are reading the Irish Examiner this, uh, this morning or this afternoon, they'll see that there's a headline that says Ireland's to ban fur farming. And it's, it's great news because, you know, we turn the corner when it comes to human rights, such as gay people having the rights to marry and as most recently as rights for women over their own bodies. I have me pride, I have me pride badge on, John. You'd be glad to know. I'm happy to hear it. No, yeah, no I don't agree with it. everything, by the way. I just said I don't agree Go with on. everything. But I have the badge on. <laughs> happy to hear it. So you might join us this Saturday for the marriage. Ah, I don't know about that. I'll be away. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'd say tonight is this is fantastic news. I mean, for a good number of years, I'm on record as saying that Ireland should hold its, hang its head in shame because of how we treated animals. But I'm going to take that back today. Uh, it's fantastic news in that we now we've banned where we were on route to banning fur farming and we've so much other legislation that we've, we've got in place over the last couple of years. This is absolutely fantastic news and it, it, this is that news that are, I, we, I, are we unique in this? Now I know Ruth Coppinger has put this bill uh, from Solidarity People Before Profit has put mm. this bill forward but is Ireland kind of unique? I mean where, where do other countries around Europe and America etc etc where do they stand on fur farming? All across Europe, like countries have either banned fur farming or lining up to ban fur farming, and probably one of the biggest producers now, and the, the signal their um, their support to, to get rid of fur farming in the last year as well. And they were a big, big producer. But this industry has been dying in Ireland for a good number of years now. There was a time there back in the 90s, I remember, when they had six fur farms um, that even had Arctic fox. And it was very depressing to see these poor animals just going around and around and around in circles. They were themselves, they were pulling their hair out. They were going berserk. They were suffering from depression as a result of confinement. And of course, it did, it did be gazed and skinned at the end of it. And I suppose mm. Fox would have to be anally electrocuted. Um, I'll spare your listeners the details on that. So I mean, what about, what about the argument? And I, and I did see there was a comment online this morning from somebody suggesting that there's over 100 people employed in fur farming in Ireland, you know, usually in rural parts of the country, that those people are going to be out of a job. Uh, is there any consideration for that at all or does it, in your eyes you know does the principle behind this matter more uh, I, I consider the farmers as well but what I would say and that's a good point I'm glad you brought that up but what I would say to you on that is, is that it's not very labour intensive for farming it's a small industry it's not labour intensive and it's very seasonal work so most of the workers are actually brought in when the animals have to be gazed um, and then when their skins have to be basically ripped from their bodies and sent to the likes of Scandinavia and elsewhere as well. So that's only, like, a lot of those jobs are seasonal. So, you know, as as we tra- transition away from fur farming, I'm hoping to God that, you know, those farmers take up other types of more green farming. And, and will, it, at, will it make it illegal to sell it? I mean, what's the most common fur in this country? Fox, mink, I suppose. It'd be mink. It would, it would be probably mink. I mean, yeah. and you'd be hard-pressed now to actually find um, a retailer... Um, selling a mink jacket. I've seen them going for ridiculous money online, mind you. But, but but in saying that, will it be like we did with ivory, for example? It's illegal to sell ivory now, okay? So you can't sell ivory in, in Ireland at all. You're not allowed. So would it be similar? Would it, would it be illegal to sell a fur jacket? 
yeah, I suppose with regards to ivory, to like you, you'd want a hell of a lot of money to buy that stuff. Oh, and absolutely, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't have any interest in it anyway. I think with Burr, you know, there's you main alternatives out there. You can walk up Grafton Street in, during your lunch, and you'll be able to pop into any store, including Brown Thomas, who said they want nothing got to do with fur, the fur trade. So I suppose the, the the next call would be to to bring in legislation to ban this thing, to get it off our bloody shelves. We don't want so to ban the sale of it completely. Get, get rid yeah. of it. We have no need anymore. We can send people to the Himalayas without wearing furs. And, you know, we would have spoke about this now back in the 90s when we had to descend to be here. It was, a, it was a fashion thing for the rich and famous, wasn't it? More it so than anything else. Famous. It was It was a lot of people. It just furs were everywhere at the time. And But you're right in terms in that we would have always seen probably the more powerful type, wealthier people with the full into fur coats. Yeah, but I always remember Elizabeth Taylor used to always have her fur coats on her, you know the, the, the black glam it is. Yeah, didn't do I, her wet marriage any good. But I, I know big names like Prada, <laughs> for example, have now been stating by next year, of course, that they will be they will be getting rid of fur from women's clothing and bags, etc. As well. So are, are all the big names on board, John? You know, all the big designer names that we'd be familiar with. Are they all on board? And even the likes of the Primarchs and everything else. I don't think they ever sell for anyway. But I mean, are all those big names and the designer names? Are they all on board with this? Absolutely, they're all coming on board. They're all lining up to say no for uh, no no for um, on their shelves in their designs, and and this is fantastic news. But you know what it's saying? Like Noel, I feel very proud today, and that's the God's honest truth. Because you know, for a good number of years, you'd get disheartened, like when when you see you know apathy towards animals. And I remember back in the nineties, and I suppose up to about five or six years ago, when it was very hard to try to get through to most people about all these different types of issues that are affecting animals. But there's been a huge amount of change. And now there's new activists as well. I've played my part for about 20 years, but now uh, there's you're, new you're activists. You're relentless, John, for God's sake. With fresh, you know, with, <laughs> with, with full of energy. Their sleeves are rolled up. Neil, they're, they're very smart people. They've but got you're, but you're, still, you're still active, John. You're still out there. You're still a young man. I, I suppose... Are, you, are you getting bored of it? Are you, are you getting a bit of a pain doing it now at this stage of your life? It's not so much I'm getting bored of it now, but I've had to move on and try to live my life now. Mm. But I, I, I suppose I'll always, I'll always do things to help animals. But there's, there's a, people, I was just asked this morning, what's going to be the next thing? And the reality is that we, we've still got a lot of crew to take, to take out. Talking um, to the phone there, John, it's getting difficult to hear you. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, yeah. yeah. I was just saying, there's, we've still got a lot of things that we need to get rid of in Ireland. And hair course... Like, you mean, you, well, hair course, and of course, now, I know some, some of the rural Ireland would be too pleased about that. I know Matty McGrath had an issue with you giving out about that because he believes well, a, a, huge, a, a, huge amount of money into the country every year. He's a problem with everything, that man, but I'm not even going to go there on that one. But what I would say... Okay, but, okay so you, you've hair Corson. What else? We, circuses, we've more or less dealt with that one. That's that's kind of a done thing now, isn't you're it? Right, you're right. Okay, you're right. okay so where else? Well, the Christmas turkey, I know you had to go with that, Jordan. We will talk about that again sometime. Okay, but, but what what else? I mean, I mean, there has been a lot of people who have converted to veganism. Some kind of succeeded and some went back to their, food, their meat again. In relation to, say, zoos, where do you stand on the zoos? No, we're just, we're, we're moving, finally, like after decades and decades of using animals and viewing animals as being not more than commodities and that we can profit off of, we're, we genuinely are viewing animals as sentient beings. You now we got it with the dog and the cat, as I said to you so many times before, and now we're extending our thoughts and our feelings and our interest towards all these other animals that want to live and to be free of pain and suffering and cages. Dublin Zoo, I think in time to come, there will be a thing of the past. You go up to, and we spoke about this, and you go into that zoo, and you see these poor animals, and they're just sitting around. They've got nothing to do, and these are intelligent animals, now, You know, but I, I think mean, in time no, to I, come, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't visit Dublin Zoo because, for the same reasons, John, that you don't visit Dublin Zoo, right? I don't visit Dublin Zoo, but I do. As zoos go, 
you know, it is probably one of the best equipped and best looked after zoos. And I'm, without a shadow of a doubt, I know the staff up there are extremely passionate and do care about the animals. Now, I understand the principle of the thing is what you're, you're angry with, that the, these animals are not meant to be there for our entertainment. It's, you're right, but not only, most of your listeners probably would have been to Dublin Zoo at one point in their life, and, and I'm probably going to still go to Dublin Zoo. And I think in time to come, that will be um, another focus um, for, for animal rights campaigners' attention to, to bring even more attention to the likes of Dublin Zoo. Because when you go in there, and, and so we, we spoke about this before, there's very little educational value of seeing these animals in behind plastic and glass well, enclosures. Yeah, yeah, well, nowadays you can, watch, you can watch the, the Discovery Channel. If you really want to know about animals, you can, really, you can just watch the Discovery Channel and probably learn just as much. Or if you've got a few pounds in your pocket, you can now book a flight. To Kenya. And you can see these animals in the wild. But, you know... Even on, like, the, the public are pushing this forward, whether we like it or not. It's not going to be the likes of John Carmody's and other campaigners that have, that have helped to make this a reality. But it, the public now are demanding all these changes, these social changes. We're seeing so much progress. It's, it's very heartening, as a matter of fact. And politicians, Noel, have to follow on. And, and as a result, we've we seen this coming with the first farming issue. We knew it was only a matter of weeks before they were But they might do it. I mean, there was a time, John, I remember that very famous um, scene of the woman, I think you'll remind me what it was, going back about 20 years ago, I think, was it Naomi Campbell? Walked down the catwalk with the fur trailing with the blood spilling out of it, right? Uh, mm. Do you remember that famous uh, campaign? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then and roll on 15 years and she's walking down the catwalk with fur on her again. Mm, and, and she, she did a U-turn. She did, and, and she wouldn't be the first person. And we're human beings. And I, I think the most important thing is, and look, in terms of just general people, members of the public on the streets, anything that we can do to be kinder towards animals is to be commended. If it means just leaving that ugly-looking fur coat off of your back, then do something kind, you know? If it means adopting animals instead of buying animals and getting rid of that... Well, then, well, how far do we... Well, then, John, just because just, I have to wrap this up, but in, in relation to how far we take this, right... I'm with you on the four, and I'm with you on ruthlessly killing animals just to make a jacket out of it for somebody to walk around looking good, right? Uh, when you, you're right, you can get clothing nowadays which is just as warm, if not warmer, which is fake for or fake whatever it is, right? Sure. But okay, but if we're saying that animal skins are precious and we shouldn't be cutting animals up for their skins, where do you stand on a pair of leather shoes or a belt or you well, know, or a leather sofa or you know, where do you stand on all those? I mean, do we have to get rid of everything? As a matter of fact, I think in this day and age, there should be no animals on our backs. There should be no animals on our feet. And but John, I, no have to wear, I have to wear leather shoes, otherwise my feet sweat. You don't have to, Niall. And, and, and that's, no, there's so many alternatives. And I'm not going to dictate to you what you do or what you don't wear. If you want to wear them, like, do it, you know. But I think there's an onus on us to know how these animals are treated and killed and further skins to make them. But, but if, the, if the cow is being killed, when, I mean, what I'm saying, you're, you're not going to rid the world of meat eaters, John, as much as you can yeah. shout and roar all you want. And I'm sure there's an increase in the amount of vegans in the world. And, and I, you know, support people who have those rights to do that too. Sure. But what I'm saying is, if the cows are being killed anyway, should we may as well use their skin? No, because it makes it just continues to to, to, to make that industry more more. I suppose. Well, so what do you viable. do with it? Just throw out the skins? Just throw well, them away? Why, why would you do that for? A lot of your listeners are probably texting and wondering where 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 they should kind of stand on that issue. And I would hope that that they just make personal, compassionate, and kind purchasing decisions every time they go out and shop. So that if they're looking for a jacket, that look that, that if they're looking for a leather jacket, then maybe try opt for the next best thing, which is a, an alternative to leather. And I suppose you can get that killer look. But I would actually kill him. So it's all about just 
extended. Oh, I can tell you, John, I've around. seen a few pictures of you lately. You have the killer look going on there. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> John, thank you very much. Indeed. I'm, I'm, deli- I'm delighted yeah. to hear this legislation is going through the doll anyway, and hopefully it'll come to a good end. All right. And thanks for your time, and thanks for everything, okay? All right, thank you very much indeed. There you go. John Carmody, animal rights activist. And I have to say, I do agree with him in, in relation to fur farming. I, I don't believe it's something that we need is necessary in 2019 to be buying a designer jacket just because it happens to have six or seven minks hanging out of it or it happens to have a few foxes hanging out of it. Uh, look, I, in, when it comes to leather, I think we're in a different situation. Unless we all suddenly become vegans and vegetarians overnight, I don't think we're going to get rid of leather quite as easy because it is uh, quite a good material, raw material. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.